0: Today is Wednesday, March 8th, 2023. Former Capitol Police Chief reveals bombshell, blames Nancy Pelosi for January 6th failures. Media and Democrats and establishment Republicans have apoplectic meltdown over Tucker's January 6th report. And Mike Davis joins the show. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are sick and tired of people failing you and your politicians failing you, then perhaps you don't want to keep all of your money in dollars. Perhaps you don't want to keep it all inside of the casino of the stock market. Perhaps people like Nancy Pelosi are not to be trusted with capital security or your retirement. Have you worked hard for what you've earned in life? I certainly have. And that is why I diversify with gold. I trust my friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold has the highest industry rating with an A plus from the Better Business Bureau, Allegiance Gold can help protect your IRA or 401k with physical gold and silver. You can have it delivered to your doorstep and you can literally put it inside of your safe. As I do, gold and silver are the only assets that build value while not depending on the government, not depending on Nancy Pelosi and her decisions. And as we will show you in just one moment, those decisions are disastrous and deadly protect yourself today right now get five thousand dollars in free silver with a qualifying investment when you visit protectwithbenny.com or call 844-66-BENNY protectwithbenny.com my friends at allegiance gold will take care of you ladies and gentlemen it would take a lot of precious metals to build a time machine i wish i had enough i don't know flux capacitor uranium what what goes into the deLorean a lot of stainless steel Ladies and gentlemen, I don't have all of that, but I do have this show, and so allow me to take you back into a time machine. The May, the month of May, the year is 2020, and you are watching your White House burn. You are watching frothing, despicable, feral leftists attack your nation's capital. Your nation's capital looks like Kiev, your nation's capital looks like a war zone. Beirut, Somalia, take your pick. This is the strongest, most powerful nation on earth with the most secure capital in American history. In history, it's like a a security, a super security state being in Washington, D.C. There's an armed officer on every street corner and every street corner has a camera on it. Yet this is what your capital looked like. Does this make you proud to be an American? To see black flames billowing up. This isn't a screenshot from White House down. This is what D.C. looked like. It was in flames. Because Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden voters decided to burn it to the ground because Donald Trump was president. They physically staged an all out assault on the White House injuring hundreds of police officers hundreds of secret service members and nearly breaching the white house so close were they in fact to killing donald trump which was their stated goal that donald trump had to be removed from the white house first time in my lifetime that that's happened other than september 11th that was a terrorist attack on our city and this is what a terrorist attack looks like on our country watch what
1: are you seeing
2: Done. It's a very violent struggle for the
0: barricade, excuse me. And uh, it's gone back and forth between both sides a couple of times. It seems like the protesters have gotten the upper hand a couple of times. They've been able to rip away parts of the barricade
2: and kind of haul them away and just toss them. And then the police will go and uh, bring another part of it and try to reinforce. And when they do that, uh, the protesters confront them, they throw things
0: at them, uh, and the police try to hold their ground. It has been a very intense push and
2: pull for, I'd say, at least an hour now. Uh, and, it's, you know, these, these protesters aren't going away. Uh, the Park Police are just, excuse me, the Secret Service Police
3: are trying to get a handle on, you know, just how they can keep this crowd at bay.
0: These godless maniacs were so pent up with rage and so pent up with hatred that not only did they try and kill the president of the United States, who happened to be Donald Trump at the time, that was their stated goal. And they nearly delivered. They burned down one of the most historic churches in America. Might I say the most historic church in America? It's called St. John's Cathedral. It's across the street from the White House. It looked like this.
2: A moment ago, it does appear that St. John's Church is on fire. The parish office, uh, we went downstairs, and it is on fire. I'm going to walk this way, and uh, this is awful. We saw graffiti. Once the door was broken, we saw something similar happen earlier. And uh, as you can see, uh, there's definitely a fire here.
0: That's the church where Abraham Lincoln went to pray when he was president. And these goblins are burning it to the ground, along with historic buildings on the White House. Did you know, have you ever been told by the corporate press that this marauding group of criminals burned down White House building? They were burned them. They burned them directly into the earth. They don't exist anymore. Now, it wasn't the famous White House white pillars that you may see on TV, but these are White House buildings nonetheless. These were utility buildings used by White House staff. Watch them burn. They uh, lit the guardhouse on fire at the White House. So this is what I call the real insurrection. Nothing on January 6th was as ugly as this. Nothing on January 6th was as damaging or as threatening as this. This was the real insurrection, May 20th, 2020, when leftist mutants burned down White House buildings, burned down churches, the most historic church in America, and attempted a presidential assassination. So close were they to assassinating Donald Trump as president that Donald Trump had to be removed from the White House. Now, you would think you'd have to be fully reptilian to not condemn that wholly. You'd have to be without a soul. You'd have to be without morals. You'd have to be one of the most vengeful and broken individuals in politics. And luckily, they found their champion, Nancy Pelosi. Watch Nancy Pelosi, after all that happened, get down on her arthritic knees And kneel to those people to thank them for trying to kill the president. Watch. Not only was Nancy Pelosi kneeling there in a kente cloth, she tweeted this at the time. This tweet is still up on her account. We are going to show you the live tweet right now. She calls the uniformed officers and soldiers that were deployed from the National Guard in order to quell that uprising. That I saw firsthand as I was living in Washington, D.C. at the time. The National Guard was actually stationed in my neighborhood. They set up camp in my neighborhood. That's where they got their groupings together and the, where they went out on patrol. Humvees, armored vehicles, tents, tanks, all down the street from me. Nancy Pelosi called those people stormtroopers. She says that those stormtroopers must be Stopped. They weren't American heroes. They weren't soldiers protecting this nation. They were stormtroopers. Why? Well, because they didn't give Nancy Pelosi power. They took power from her. And they showed you how violent and feral and vicious and godless the left was, how murderous they were, and how they staged an insurrection. Nancy Pelosi and her party staged the real insurrection. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we know that Nancy Pelosi was behind what they call an insurrection on January 6th. Now, Nancy Pelosi isn't one for security. She isn't one for keeping a tight house, as it were. Here's footage of her husband fighting a guy with a hammer while he has a drink in his hand.
2: Fucking like said. 2620,
3: right? No, uh, 2640. Oh. Yeah, it literally said that. Uh Hi. How you doing? How
1: are you?
3: What's going on, man? Everything's
1: good.
3: Hi. Hi. Drop the hammer. Um, Nope.
0: Hey, hey, hey,
2: hey. What is going on? I'm not getting an answer on
0: politics. So let me tell you what. I don't think that Paul Pelosi uh, should be beat in his own home, and I don't think that the January 6th protesters should have gotten into the Capitol. Now, as somebody who has lived inside of a National Guard lockdown area with the U.S. military, let me make something very clear to you. You don't step to these people. When our military is kitted out in full tactical gear and they are marching through your neighborhood, you you don't mess with them. You stay away. And if Nancy Pelosi had accepted the request by Donald Trump to put 20,000 National Guard troops at the Capitol, there would have been no January 6th, whatever you want to call it hooligans, rioters, mostly peaceful protest, choose, it wouldn't have happened. The people would have wandered around. They would have gone to the event that was near the Supreme Court and nothing would have happened. But Nancy Pelosi didn't protect her house, did she? Nancy Pelosi was offered the National Guard and she declined cravenly. Not only that, she weakened Capitol Police. They were at half-staff that day. She made the Capitol a honeypot and also a kill zone for an American female unarmed veteran named Ashley Babbitt who was killed without warning in cold blood, murdered by one of Nancy Pelosi's goons. Now, how do we know this? Well, we broadcast this to you almost a year ago, way back when the show looked very different. So forgive us, but Kash Patel came on the show, who was running the Pentagon at the time, and said, hey, let me tell you something. I have a document right here that shows that I personally authorized Nancy Pelosi to have 20,000 National Guard troops at the United States Capitol to prevent January 6th. Everyone knew that temperatures were gonna be high. Nobody wanted violence, I guess, except for Nancy Pelosi.
1: Watch Kash deliver the receipts. And so a couple of days before Jan 6th, President Trump, In the Oval with the Secretary of Defense, myself, the Chairman, Chief of Staff to the President of the United States and POTUS, talk about a very sensitive operation, completely unrelated to Jan 6, which is why I won't forget it. And then after that, he says, hey, guys, if you need it, I'm authorizing up to 10 to 20,000 National Guard. Roger that. Commander-in-Chief set the National Command Authority in motion and said, we have our authorization. We can't deploy them yet because part two of that equation of the law is there must be now a request. And what the president did was preemptively say, "You don't have to come back to me. I have authorized it. If you need up to twenty, I think it was up to ten to twenty thousand, go. If you need more, you come back." And we went right away to the Capitol Police, who report to Nancy Pelosi and Mayor Bowser, since it's DC and it's you know not a state, and she she makes the calls there. She put in writing, "I don't want any more National Guardsmen and women here." And this timeline shows the Capitol Police received the request. We told them the president authorized it. Do you guys need help? The chief, the sergeant at arms literally said no. So we couldn't.
0: Who's responsible for the so-called insurrection at the Capitol on January 6th? New bombshell interviews with Capitol Police officers are telling a very different tale, and they are pointing the finger directly at Nancy Pelosi. Here, ladies and gentlemen, from the Daily Mail this morning, new January 6th tapes reveal how Capitol Cop used initiative to evacuate senators when BOSS went silent. The chain of command went blackout. So Nancy Pelosi, in all of her kneeling and in all of her glorifying Of her own vicious protesters suddenly opened up the Capitol, ladies and gentlemen, to become a honeypot and then sent the cops that were working for her into hell, into total and complete chaos. And now we know the chief of police on Fox News last night, his name is Stephen Sund. He was the Capitol Police Chief, the number one guy in charge, but he couldn't move without Pelosi's order. And ladies and gentlemen, listen to what he had to say last night about what happened when he begged Nancy Pelosi for help. He said, my people are dying out here. There is a riot. People are coming into the Capitol. Maybe they're Antifa. Maybe they're... uh, Officers, plainclothes officers, maybe they're fed surrection. We don't know what they are. We don't know what they're going to do. My officers are getting killed out here. Nancy, help us, please. And Nancy said this.
2: Um, there was a number of um, requests. I went on January 3rd requesting uh, the National Guard from Paul Irving. That was the first request for the uh, for the National Guard. I then went to Mike Stinger, who's the Senate Sergeant Arms. Now, Paul Irving uh, is uh, politically appointed by Speaker Pelosi. Uh, he initially, when I asked for the National Guard on January 3rd, which was a uh, Sunday, it was the first day of the uh, new Congress, uh, he said specifically, quote, I don't like the optics, uh, and besides, the intelligence didn't uh, support it. His concern for the optics, I believe, goes back to Pelosi's decision or um, statement that she referred to federal agents and National Guard on the streets of uh, America as stormtroopers. And I think she just didn't want the look of stormtroopers up on the Hill. And then come January 6th, and I think what what your viewers don't realize is the restrictions I have as the chief of police. I'm one of the only chiefs in the United States, I am the only chief in the United States that has a federal law, a law passed by members of Congress, that prevents me from calling in any federal resources, either in advance, uh, like I tried to do on January 3rd, or even while I'm under attack, without going and getting the politically appointed uh, Sergeant Arms approval. So at 1253, we're attacked on the west front of the Capitol. I'm watching my officers getting brutally beaten. I pick up the phone at 1255, I call uh, MPD for assistance. They're our, our partner agency right uh, right next door. And then at 1258, I call Paul Irving, uh, Speaker Pelosi's appointee to the Capitol Police Board.
0: So what happens next, ladies and gentlemen, to a man who has to depend on this woman right here? Nancy Pelosi is tweeting that our American soldiers are stormtroopers just that summer. She didn't want the optics or more importantly, she didn't want to be called A hypocrite, liar, witch, whatever, take your pick, where National Guard's troops are bad if they're protecting President Trump, they're bad if they're protecting D.C. and our treasured monuments, but they're good if they're protecting Nancy Pelosi. Either way, it was a political calculation, and it led to Nancy Pelosi going blackout silent on the officer's who are demanding her help. She is the one person inside the U.S. Capitol that could have authorized the National Guard, federal authorities to come in and to quell any violence or any hooliganism. And Nancy Pelosi said nothing. How do I know it? Because the man who was in charge that day is now dropping the receipt. Stephen Sund saying, I waited more than an hour, 75 minutes, for a response, and you ask yourself if this isn't a Fed surrection. You ask yourself if this isn't something that Nancy Pelosi wanted to have happen for power. These evil, vicious people. Watch.
4: Speaker of the House in charge of security at the Capitol.
2: So you have the politically appointed Capitol Police Board that's put uh, in place by—you have uh, the sergeant arms that's put in place by Pelosi. You have the uh, Senate sergeant arms that's put in place by the uh, Senate leadership. And then you have the architect of the Capitol that's put in place by the uh, the president. So you have three voting members. I'm a non-voting member. I'm the only non-politically appointed non-voting member. Uh, and that's kind of how the security oversight works. Uh, but it was Paul Irving who immediately said, I'm going to run it up the chain. I'll never forget that. Run it up the chain. And his chain of command ends at Speaker Pelosi. And I had to wait 71 minutes to finally get an approval at, two, at uh, 2.09 p.m., before I could finally reach out and start calling in federal assistance. 71 minutes women, my men and women fought on the uh, brutally, I mean, fought heroically to prevent the uh, Capitol from being defended, I mean, from being penetrated. And it took 80 minutes before the first window was broken. So those were critical, essential minutes that we we're losing.
0: So the timeline here is very important. So hooliganism began at the Capitol. 71 minutes, according to Stephen Sund, the chief of Capitol Police, the only man who would know the proper timeline. He says, my people are getting killed out here. We need order. Nothing. Radio silence from Nancy Pelosi. Then at minute 80, the windows start getting broken in on the Capitol. Then Nancy Pelosi orders in federal agents. Once the trap had been set. Once the gates were down, once the scaffolding commander was up shouting orders, once the breach team had gone in, and once the unidentified officers, federal agents in the crowd had gotten their trap triggered. Ladies and gentlemen, what was it like on the ground for an officer who Nancy Pelosi, you know, Black Lives Matter and everything, Nancy Pelosi kneeling with a kente cloth on because Black Lives Matter. What was life like for a black officer? We've talked to you about a high echelon level of leadership here. What about the officers down on the ground? What was happening to them? One of those officers, Officer Police Lieutenant Tarek Johnson, spoke with Tucker Carlson about his experience being abandoned and left to die by Nancy Pelosi.
4: We sat down with a man called Tarek Johnson. Johnson served as a Capitol Hill police officer for 22 years. On the day of the protest, he says he was responsible for securing the certification of the presidential election. If there is anyone at the very heart of the January 6th story, it's former Capitol Police Lieutenant Tarek Johnson. And yet, for some reason, the January 6th committee never called him to testify.
2: My voice was one of the first ones you hear on the audio transmission. So um I, I did expect to get an interview at some time, but no, it didn't happen. Uh, I guess the focus um, um was on Donald Trump.
4: According to Johnson, no one answered his numerous pleas for help over Capitol Police radio frequencies. Johnson says he, quote, didn't hear anything on the radio. According to Johnson, Yogananda Pittman kept vital information about the protests from frontline officers like him. Pittman was the assistant chief of the department in charge of intelligence operations. We should have been better prepared that day and we could have been better
2: prepared that day if the information was disseminated like it was supposed to be.
0: So is Nancy Pelosi behind all of this? Does the buck stop at her desk? Of course it does. In fact, was all of this political from the start? That same officer wore a MAGA hat during the protest in order to get his job done. He explains himself here for that crime. He was fired, had his career ruined by Nancy Pelosi. In case you need any further evidence that this entire setup was a political hatchet job, listen to Officer Johnson.
4: A photo emerged of Johnson wearing a MAGA hat outside the Capitol. That picture cost him his career.
2: Sometimes I look at it and like, thank you, God, for blessing me with this hat. And sometimes I'm like, wow, I
4: wish this hat never came in my life. A Biden voter, Johnson says he donned the hat in an effort to rescue fellow officers he believed were trapped in the building. I figured if I had the hat
2: on, it would be easier for me to navigate my way through the crowd. It was um, basically self-preservation and um, de-escalation, and I needed to get up those steps. I couldn't say what would have happened walking through that crowd without it. But for the
4: crime of wearing a Trump hat, Johnson found himself suspended. Ultimately, he resigned from the force and lost his pension. He now works part-time as a furniture mover. Yogananda Pittman, meanwhile, thrived. Two days after January 6th, Nancy Pelosi elevated Pittman to acting chief of the Capitol Police. Late last year, Pittman took a high-paying job as the head of security at UC Berkeley, which is right outside Pelosi's congressional district. Berkeley announced Pittman's hiring with unqualified praise for her, quote, steadfast commitment to social justice. Pittman herself boasted about her heroic performance on January 6th. Her department, she said, quote, Saved democracy that day.
0: So the person who was responsible for keeping the information from the officers, hanging these Capitol police officers out to dry, just long enough, 71 minutes, just long enough for the breach teams to breach the building and for mostly peaceful. Can't believe I'm using that term, but it's absolutely correct. Mostly peaceful protesters to unwittingly walk into the Capitol so that people could get a headline, ladies and gentlemen, that woman was rewarded through corruption with a plum security job inside of a publicly funded university right in Nancy Pelosi's district. Criminal. Truly. I mean, utterly criminal. Ladies and gentlemen, Nancy Pelosi has spent her entire career inside trading Nancy Pelosi has spent her entire career making this country less safe for you, gambling inside of the stock market, using the tips that she gets from Congress in order to enrich herself. And we're going to show you just what Nancy Pelosi did after this to cover her tracks in one moment. But first, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't want to gamble away your savings, just like Nancy Pelosi does at the stock market, are you Nancy Pelosi? Are you in charge of committees? Do you get to insider trade? No. So the le- the rest of us get to gamble in Wall Street, and unfortunately, Wall Street only guarantees that they get paid whether we win or lose. There's a better way to grow your nest egg. Bank on yourself is a guaranteed, predictable way to grow your hard-earned money. This retirement plan gives you alternatives and 100% control of your money, plus tax-free income in retirement. Bank on Yourself delivers guaranteed predictable growth of retirement income with no luck, skill, or guesswork required because, well, we're not all Nancy Pelosi. Your plan doesn't go backward when the markets tumble. Both your principal and growth are locked in. Built-in inflation protection with Bank on Yourself, your money is guaranteed to grow by a large dollar amount every single year. Good times or in bad. This is why companies like McDonald's, when they could not get a loan from a bank, used this same method to get started. And where's McDonald's today? Now get a free report with all the details on how Bank on Yourself strategy adds guarantees, predictability, and tax savings to your control in your financial plan because it's your money. Just go to bankonyourself.com slash Benny bankonyourself.com slash Benny to bank on yourself and not on people like Nancy Pelosi, who turned the United States Capitol as soon as January 6th happened into her own personal fortress. Nancy Pelosi erected a mega wall around the United States Capitol to protect her and her ilk. It gave her the opportunity, January 6th, in order to forever degrade the people's house and to separate you from a place that is technically your property, with people that are getting paid by your money. And what is this all about, actually? Tucker Carlson hit the nail perfectly on the head with his monologue last night, because what we saw yesterday was the reptilian turtle, Mitch McConnell, come crawling out of his shell and condemn Tucker Carlson for sharing true Information with you, verified information about the complex and dangerous moment of January 6th, because they used January 6th as a prerequisite to absorb power, to grab power, to lock you out of the people's house, which Nancy Pelosi gleefully did as soon as her security failed and as soon as her plan was hatched and executed correctly. So what is this all about exactly? It is about institutional power. It's not about blue versus red. It's not about Republican versus Democrat. It's not really about rich versus poor. A lot of these people turn rich. They start off poor and then they use their political offices to become rich. This is about institutions versus you. This is about elites versus regular people. This is about a uniparty that hates and despises you. They think you're filth. They do not like representing you. They do not want the best in life for you. And they collude together to hurt you, to call you a terrorist, to gaslight you, and to erode your liberties provided to you by your Lord and Savior. Your rights don't come from government. Government just protects them. Your rights come from God. They are eternal. And these people don't worship that God. They worship themselves. And they coalesce in order to make your lives worse. Tucker Carlson knocking it out of the park with this point. Go.
4: And from this, we learn two things. One, you're getting close to what they really care about. And you have to ask yourself, why? Why is it so important that they would degrade themselves by telling such obvious lies and calling for censorship? Why? What are they trying to protect? That might be worth exploring. And we plan to. And the second thing that we learn from this is is that they're on the same side. The Senate majority leader joins the Senate minority leader. Tom Tillis, Mitt Romney. <laughs> they're all on the same side. So it's actually not about left and right. It's not about Republican and Democrat. Here you have people with shared interests. The open borders people. The people <laughs> the people like Mitch McConnell, who are living in splendor on Chinese money. The people who underneath it all have everything in common or all aligned against everyone else and that would include almost all news organizations in this country as well and so if you're watching this it might be kind of interesting to keep a list because one thing we learned today is that they're all in agreement with each other they kind of outed themselves they sort of showed their membership cards and whatever club this is to the public so keep a list if you want to know who's
0: actually aligned
4: Despite the illusion of partisanship, we found out today.
0: Tucker Carlson was berated by the leader of his party, our party, inside of the United States Senate. His name's Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell echoed all of the corporate press that joined in unison, and that's always a dangerous moment when you hear them all say in unison. "Invading Iraq, it's a really good idea." Everyone invade Iraq, along with all the other lies that they've told you. Oh, border wall is racist, and so on and so on. COVID didn't come from a Chinese lab, we promise. When they all say the same thing, you know you are being lied to. So this is the first time in human history, American history, certainly, that you will see paid corporate journalists screaming at a man doing real journalism like vampires to sunlight, like vampires to a crucifix or holy water. They screech and they scream demonically that Tucker Carlson is giving new information to people. And what is that information? That Chewbacca man, QAnon shaman, was walked around and escorted by police officers through the Capitol. What is that information? That Ray Epps lied under oath to the January 6th verified, bona fide. What is that new information? That Brian Sicknick did not die at the United States Capitol, killed by MAGA supporters. Brian Sicknick died days later of unrelated causes. The end. So this was not a deadly insurrection, unless, of course, you want to count the corpse of Ashley Babbitt, who's literally the dead body that was left after one of Pelosi's mercenary goons, murdered her in cold blood. American female veteran unarmed. These are the kind of lies that Tucker Carlson broke down. And now the narrative is crumbling. And so these people will scream to try and protect the citadel that is now collapsing around them. Watch. What we saw tonight, Allison, from Tucker, is, is nothing new. He has been trying to sanitize
2: the very real violence that we all saw uh, unfold at the U.S. Capitol. 41,000 hours of footage from an attempted coup is
3: federal evidence. How on earth is Kevin McCarthy trying to justify the fellow members of Congress giving 41,000 hours of federal investigative evidence and material to Fox News?
4: This is the danger of... Not fairness, unfairness. You should give it to every news organization at the same
3: time. What's next? uh, Is the Speaker of the House going to turn over the daily schedules of the Capitol Police? Uh, Are they going to give them the codes to the the locked doors?
0: Nobody that believes any of that garbage Tucker was
1: spewing, none of their kids will ever believe that garbage. It feels like a Soviet system or, you know, the way the Nazis would build a Potemkin village. Tucker Carlson's doing the same thing with the footage from uh,
0: 1-6. Oh, these people are so reptilian. They're so repulsive. These people are mutants. They have no ability to see how degrading and debasing they are to their own profession, if you can call them that. Here are journalists screaming about getting more information from the government about possibly one of the most important things to happen in our political landscape since 9 11. And they're complaining about it. They're upset about it. And this is the first time, hopefully the last, but the first time in my lifetime that the leader of a party has called for open censorship on the floor of a building that is only role. In life is to protect our First Amendment. The only job of our government is to govern based on our founding principles. And inside of those principles, free speech and freedom of the press are at the very tippy top, tippy, tippy, tap top. And here you will find Chuck Schumer declaring that both of those things should be desecrated because he doesn't like the journalism that Tucker Carlson is doing. My, how we have fallen. Watch.
4: These lies continue tonight. Rupert Murdoch, who has admitted they were lies and said he regretted it, has a special obligation to stop Tucker Carlson from going on tonight, now that he's seen how he has perverted and slimed the truth, and from letting him go on again and again and again. Not because their views deserve such appropriate but because our democracy depends on it.
0: I know that they've cast Colin Farrell in a fat suit to be the new penguin in the Batman series, but they should really cast Chuck Schubert. The man is the penguin. He's a penguin. He talks like they've slimed the truth. You expect him to be bundled up and to be put in jail at any moment. And ladies and gentlemen, if there's someone who deserves to be put in jail for lying to you, well, maybe it's me. And I say this with extreme pain in my heart because I don't like misleading this audience. But I got to admit when I'm wrong. I'm a man. I can admit when I'm wrong. I'm a man. All right? I got nothing to hide. I railed against Kevin McCarthy. Okay? I did. I railed against Kevin McCarthy. I told you that he was bad. I told you he shouldn't get the job and that he would suck when he got the job. And let me tell you, at this moment in time, at this very moment, this day in time, I was wrong. And Kevin McCarthy could disappoint us yet. But Kevin McCarthy went out to the press yesterday after Tucker Carlson delivering all this footage to Tucker Carlson of all people. He could have delivered it to Brett Baer, right? He could have delivered it to Shep Smith. But he gave it to Tucker for a reason. Kevin McCarthy knows what he's doing. Kevin McCarthy, based on my conversations with Lauren Boebert, Matt Gates, a ton of people from the Freedom Caucus, he's given everything and more to the Freedom Caucus, and to the people who are fighting for you in this country. And so he deserves to be congratulated for that. Now, I didn't knowingly mislead you. Based on what I knew about Kevin McCarthy at the time, I didn't like the guy. But man, has this man delivered, and is this the redemption arc of all redemption arcs? Watch Kevin McCarthy shove it directly back in their face, the script, to these Capitol Hill reporters who were asking him about Tucker yesterday. Oh, oh, it's a masterclass. Check it out.
2: Because of the footage that you gave Tucker Carlson, last night he went on and said this was a mostly peaceful chaos, as he said. He downplayed Brian Sicknick's death, said it was not related to January 6th, said this was not an insurrection. Do you regret giving him this footage so he could whitewash
1: the events of that day?
5: No. um, I, I said at the very beginning, transparency. And so what I wanted to produce for everybody is exactly what I said, that people could actually look at it and see what's gone on that day. So. But why? So well, you why, why for Mr. Speaker? Mr. Speaker? portrayal of what happened there? Look, each person can come up with their own conclusion, but I, what I just wanted to make sure is I had transparency. Do you believe Because me? I know in CNN, I mean, I had here where you guys actually broke where we were. This was a secret location, Fort McClare. I don't know if you got concerned by that. I don't even know from, uh, Point of view of security, if we could ever be taken there again. But when you broke that at CNN, that was a real concern to a lot of people. I had a real concern. Also, when I wanted to make sure transparency, look, um, the officer's death is tragic. And anytime an officer is passed uh, in this situation, uh, I want to make sure they're protected. I want to make sure the transparency is goes full.
0: He brought the receipts. It's hard to hear because you're in the well of the Capitol there outside of the Speaker's office, very echoey. He brought the receipts. He brought fake news from CNN. He brought the articles and he shoved it in their faces. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm an honest man. And I will admit to you, when I made a miscalculation in judgment, I thought Kevin McCarthy would suck. I thought he'd be limp-wristed, no balls, zero spine. And I thought he'd betray us. And I was, at, at this point... I am personally wrong in that Kevin McCarthy has delivered, and he chose Tucker Carlson of all people to give these tapes to because he knew Tucker would do the right thing and expose these lies to the American people. Could you imagine if it had been Brett Baer? Oh boy! It just like just the regurgitation, just the 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 human centipede, right? From CNN to MSNBC to these shows. Uh, they all want to tell you the same thing. They all want to vomit in your faces lies. And Kevin McCarthy made a choice to be on the side of truth, and the truth shall set you free. Ladies and gentlemen, joining the show now, Mike Davis, the president of the Article 3 Project and our in-house legal counsel for The Benny Show. Mike joins us now. This is like fear and loathing in Las Vegas. I'm just going to tell you, people, you're my lawyer. I'm just going to be, yeah, no, no, no. Talk to my lawyer. Talk to my lawyer. Mike, it's time for comeuppance, baby. It's time for comeuppance. You've come on my show and you've said, Mitch McConnell, good this, good this, good this. Mitch McConnell has been strong on this and strong on that. And yo, I got to tell you, I, I wasn't a fan of Mitch McConnell. I've always allowed you to say that. But then I saw him come out against Tucker Carlson yesterday and made
3: my blood boil, Mike. I, I agree with you, Ben. I, I, I look. I like Mitch McConnell. I went in to war with him to confirm Justice Kavanaugh and uh, many of the other uh, lower court judges for for President Trump. I saw that he was a warrior on judges. I've defended him a, a lot for many years. I, I tweeted out yesterday. I'm not going to defend him on what he said. Yes, uh, what he said about Tucker Carlson yesterday.
0: Yeah, we, uh, if you haven't seen it, ladies and gentlemen, we have the clip here. We'll play it. We're not trying to make we're not trying to, like, publicly crucify Mike here. But I this I was aghast when I saw the leader of the Republican Party come out against Tucker. You I mean, talk about shooting yourself in your tortoise foot. Go.
4: It
3: was a mistake, in my view, for Fox News to depict this in a way that's completely at variance with what our chief law enforcement official here at Capitol Thanks.
0: so Mike I mean I think this is a listen if you like Mitch McConnell this is this seems to be a very bad political move
3: yeah I, I hope Republicans don't follow that I I you know I think he misstepped here misstepped here he misspoke he missed uh he, he made a mistake and he should walk that back and I hope other Republicans other Senate Republicans don't take the lead uh, don't follow his lead on this because uh they're gonna walk into a bear trap if they don't Yeah.
0: Yeah. Speaking of walking into a trap, we've spent the entire morning talking about Pelosi and her security at the United States Capitol and how the security was so degraded and was so uh, unbolstered by what Donald Trump was offering, which was 20,000 National Guard troops, and that this seems to be the question that remains utterly unanswered. Which is what is Nancy Pelosi's culpability here with January sixth and with her dereliction of duty protecting that building? There would be no January sixth with National Guard troops there. I can say
3: that assuredly. Yeah, I mean it's she didn't do her job. She clearly didn't do her job, and there were very bad consequences for that. Remember, they tried to impeach President Trump because they say he didn't protect the Capitol. Well, it was Nancy Pelosi who did not protect the Capitol. It was her job. As the Speaker of the House, she got uh, President Trump offered her troops, offered her many, many thousand troops to protect the Capitol. And she turned it down. It's almost like she wanted uh, January 6th to happen, maybe so they can so they can push a January 6th insurrection narrative and use that narrative to to eliminate uh, the Democrats top political enemy. Donald Trump his top aides and his uh, many thousands of his supporters, because that's exactly what's played out since January 6th. They turned what was an out-of-control protest that turned into a riot. They tried to uh, claim that it was an insurrection, even though they've never charged anyone with insurrection. And they used that as an excuse to go after Trump, go after Trump's top aides, including his White House chief of staff, his trade director, Steve Bannon, his senior senior advisor, uh, many others. Uh, They put... His supporters, they went after every grandma and goofball who trespassed and took selfies on the Senate floor. They put him in the D.C. gulag. Uh, This uh, Jason or this Chansley, Jacob Chansley, Mm -hmm. is the most egregious miscarriage of justice I've seen out of all of this. They had police officers let him in and escort him to the Senate floor where he took selfies with his horn Man costume. And uh, apparently it's only United States senators who could be performance artists on the senate floor <laughs> so they were very upset about this and they threw him in jail for 41 months and not only did they do this they went to and i'm so disappointed in judge royce landbirth who i know and like a reagan appointed district court judge who's usually skeptical of the government he fell for this a uh, hook line and sinker and they put him in jail for 41 months after they withheld exculpatory evidence evidence that shows he's innocent evidence that shows that the police escorted him they they, they ex- apparently expected his attorneys, these attorneys for these January 6th defendants, to go into a room during COVID in the Capitol and watch 44,000 hours of surveillance tapes. That would take 22 years for them to do that. That's just not acceptable. These these prosecutors, the Biden Justice Department, uh, violated the Constitution. They violated their Brady obligations. This is very serious. They should be disbarred and they should be sanctioned. And Jacob Chansley should be out of jail right now. Wow. I mean, that's
0: strong. Those are strong statements. And again, if it was illegal to wear clownish makeup and have horns uh, being inside of the Capitol building, Nancy Pelosi would have been arrested a very long time ago. Uh, And so uh, I do have to ask, you sent a viral tweet that went bananas on this. Do you think that they'll revisit Chewbacca man's sentencing? What is the legal perspective on this when you have – I can't remember what exactly you called exculpatory evidence it's called- that gets re- released I- in this manner. And the man's serving three years. That's a lot more than any Antifa member that I know of.
3: Yeah. Uh, you know, apparently he needs to go to try to assassinate Supreme Court justices in their homes. And then, you know, very little will happen to him. That, I mean, it's just insane how we've had this Department of Justice politicized and weaponized to go after Trump and all of Trump's supporters and coddle Biden and all his his supporters. It's it's amazing what Merrick Garland has done. It would, it would be very nice if we had a committee in the House of Representatives to look at this. I uh, you know maybe Jim Jordan can think of one. It's cuz uh, you know it's a, it, it this goes right to the weaponization of the Justice Department. I, I you know maybe but maybe Jim Jordan can, can come up with a committee. But the, the there is a there, there is a Supreme Court case called Brady versus Maryland from 1963 that says that prosecutors must make available to defense counsel, defendants and defense counsel, exculpatory evidence, evidence that that would tend to show that they're innocent of the crime uh, uh, with which they're charged. And you can't just say, look, there are 44,000. We don't even know if Jacob Chansley's first lawyer even had access to these videos back in September of 2001 when he uh, when Jacob pled guilty to these bogus crimes and got sentenced to 51 months in prison. Uh, But even if he even if the Justice Department said, sure, uh, defense counsel, you can go to the Capitol. Remember, it's 44000 hours of tapes when Attorney General Merrick Garland said this is the biggest investigation in American Department of Justice history. They had thousands of FBI agents and prosecutors and other people working on these cases they could have gone through this. Remember, the January 6th committee had $18 million, 100 staffers, and two years. They were able to go through all these tapes and even doctor them to fit their political narrative. You're telling me that the lawyers on this January 6th committee that made this referral to the Biden Justice Department, along with these FBI agents and prosecutors, never never came across this tape that Tucker Carlson presented ever. That's just that's just not believable. Every one of these attorneys should should face bar complaints back in their state bars. The, the attorneys at the the uh, Justice Department should face office of responsibility complaints, and Judge Royce Lamberth should order a uh, issue a show cause order asking why. He should not find Brady violations here and sanction these attorneys and throw out Jacob Chansley's conviction. Now, I'll tell you, Bill Shipley from Shipwreck is Jacob Chansley's new lawyer, and he's essentially doing it for pro bono. Uh, He's a great guy. From what I understand, Jacob Chansley's sentence is running out, but this is a grotesque. Miscarriage of justice. This guy was a misguided, maybe maybe mentally ill goofball who took selfies on the Senate floor. I ran the Kavanaugh confirmation. These senators proceedings were disrupted constantly. The first 20 minutes of the Kavanaugh confirmation before the That's sexual assault right. allegations, it was the senators with their paid paid protesters in the audience. I mean, if 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 disrupting Senate proceedings throws you in jail for 41, months. Where the hell are these Kavanaugh protesters? Why aren't they in jail? It's such a
0: it's such a spectacular point. This is such a great point. People go and chain themselves and attack senators in the buildings during Kavanaugh. I mean, I've personally witnessed Chuck Grassley getting uh, assaulted in an elevator uh, by these rabid frothing at the mouth protesters. That have just had their brains liquefied and lobotomized by the left, and then they get turned into a little feral army that can be run around and and can attack people. Well, Senate, nothing ever happens to them.
3: Yeah, the Senate Democrats don't like it when you call them names like that, Ben. So um, you know,
0: nothing ever happens to them. Exactly. Uh, uh unbelievable do you i mean a final legal take here do you think that what tucker's done is going to save people do you think that what tucker's done is going to overturn sentences or spring people from jail or is the cake been baked here mike
3: no it, it, it absolutely should these uh, defense attorneys need to go on offense they need to file motions with the court for brady violations they need to find file a state bar uh, ethics complaints against these attorneys Uh, Where's Channing Phillips? Channing Phillips was the U.S. attorney, acting U.S. attorney brought in from the Obama administration in D.C. to run these things. Where the hell is Channing Phillips? He has a lot to answer for here. He's the one who ran this. He's a he's a left wing partisan hack. He's one of Eric Holder's buddies. Where the hell is Channing Phillips? Why aren't the why isn't Jim Jordan's weaponization committee, if they can get the training wheels off and, you know, maybe get out of the baby crib, uh, they could call in Channing Phillips and ask him about this. He'll he'll he, he'll reject the subpoena. He'll he'll have the Justice Department fight it. But start fighting here. Let's put up a fight. They uh, And uh, again, Judge Royce Landworth has a responsibility here. This is a clear constitutional violation uh, with Jacob Chansley. He was clearly railroaded. The Democrats clearly made a performance artist the face of the insurrection. And so they had to put him in prison for a long time because they had to they had to push their political narrative that this that this was a how many insurrectionists get to a Capitol's Senate floor and take selfies and don't destroy the place and walk out peacefully. How many insurrectionists say prayers? Yeah. Say prayers, rearrange the
0: furniture, uh, organize uh, things and then uh, abide by the velvet ropes.
3: Yeah. And and how many insurrectionists are escorted by the police? This was a protest that got out of control. It was a riot. It was not an insurrection. These Democrats who are wetting their pants for the last, you know, three years over this have this is the next hoax. And these videos that Tucker Carlson uh, exposed, showed that this was a hoax, another Democrat hoax. This was not an yes. insurrection. It was an out of out of control protest that turned into a riot. And there's too much bedwetting on all sides. And I hope Senate Republicans stop bedwetting, too. Yeah. Real
0: insurrection happened on May the 20th, 2020, when leftists, militants attacked the White House to try and kill Donald Trump and nearly succeeded burning down multiple buildings at the white house and making washington dc look like this i'm sure mike you live in dc i'm sure you you well recall when your yeah, I mean, neighborhood was on fire well,
3: yeah and insurrectionists when they burned saint john's Ch- church and when they tried to break into the supreme court and when they tried to kill justice kavanaugh in his house it, you know that's insurrection that is insurrection where you're trying to take out a branch of government it's not insurrection to have a protest get out of control and take selfies on the Senate floor with Hornman escorted by the police and then throw Hornman in jail for 41 months when there's uh, there's clear evidence of his innocence the cops let him in and escorted him around the 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 Senate floor while at the same time these BLM and Antifa protesters rioters are going around they've caused millions in damage killed dozens actually billions in damage killed Killed dozens and destroyed American cities where cops can't do their jobs. And who does that hurt the most? It's poor black people in cities who who get hurt the most. The people who Democrats pretend they care about equity. Right. That's right.
0: That's right. Now, the black cops at the uh, U.S. Capitol, man, will ruin their careers if they wear a MAGA hat. Mike Davis, you can see why, ladies and gentlemen, he's our in-house show legal counsel. Thank you, Mike, so much for being on
3: the program. Thank you Ben I don't I don't want you to go to jail so I don't want to be your attorney so <laughs> Thanks Mike see you man
0: Somebody who belongs in prison and you well know is Dr. Fauci. The U.S. House Intel Committee has voted to declassify the covid 19s origin report. That is a big deal. We will now find out what our federal government and the smartest people, if there are any smart people left inside of the federal government, think about this. The declassification will show that the vast majority of sane people with functional brain stems know that it was leaked from a lab in China and that Dr. Fauci obscured that fact forever, lying to Congress and killing 7 million people while doing it. Because, well, you are literally accessory to murder if you know the origins and the murder weapon and you do nothing about it. Watch.
3: And yeah, Biden may be turning his back to
5: questions
2: about COVID, but his administration likely will have to hand over information about the origins of coronavirus. The House is set to vote on a bill next week that would require the require even to say the Biden administration to declassify all intelligence surrounding the pandemic. The Senate passing a similar bill.
3: Finally, we'll get to the bottom of what is there in our own coffers hidden in classified information that should have been released a couple years ago. I think the consequences are gonna be great uh, in the sense that if there is something there, look at the political enterprising that's occurred over the last two years, the trillions of additional debt, uh, the fact that somebody like a Dr. Fauci was on all ends of these uh, discussions, all of that, comes to light and it'll protect all the methods and the sources as well
0: okay ladies and gentlemen we'll see we'll see what happens here we do know that joe biden is facing another massive catastrophic failure controversial biden fcc nominee withdraws after democrat concern over anti-police rhetoric ha 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 gg Sone. Withdrew her nomination on Tuesday after she faced criticism for her anti police rhetoric and controversial views. Sone withdrew her nomination after facing severe criticism from both Republicans and Democrats. The 16 month battle is now over. Democrat nominee said she decided to withdraw after facing unrelenting and dishonest, cruel attacks. This lady is an absolute nightmare. Look at her. I mean, look, I mean, listen. Okay. She is like the snipey little head of the gender studies department at your local liberal arts college. Gigi Sohn is a wretched individual. She argued that Fox News should be taken off the air. She argued that all conservative shows, including this show, should be banned from social media. Gigi Sohn uh, also is a police-hating vicious, vicious woman, just like Nancy Pelosi, as we have proven on this show. So what do we do, ladies and gentlemen, when it seems like all of these powerful people are aligning against us and hate us and don't want this country to continue or want to take control of this country and want to make it a worse place for us? Well, we understand that they're not actually in control. God is in control. And we take a deep breath and we get spiritual here and we feel the energy around us and we realize that. Our ancestors did not fight and did not die for this moment for us to be weaklings. We are strong men and women, and we can protect this nation stronger better men and women have done so before us and it is our birthright is is our destiny to protect this place so we're going to absorb the energy we're going to feel the moment we're going to understand that america has never existed without existential threats within and without that's why the president swears that he's going to protect us against enemies foreign and domestic and joe biden's both so we look to the heavens we appeal to the heavens as they did in the revolutionary war and we say With one voice, no, no, you didn't build this country, and you're not allowed to destroy it, you filthy, dirty, virgin communists. And so, ladies and gentlemen, we look also to the creator and to the source of all truth. If we wish to find truth, we look to the good book, the Bible, and uh, end our show, every single show, with a Bible verse. This one from Psalms. Oh, sing unto the Lord a new song, for he hath done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm hath gotten him the victory. Ladies and gentlemen, our victory is in the Lord, and we can rest assured in that. And we shall be victorious in this life or the next. Ladies and gentlemen, we will be victorious in this life if we organize our lives correctly. God, family, country, that's what we care about on this show. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. See ya.